Hey there. Welcome to the special holiday edition of the Brave New Workforce, our last episode of the season. We're going to be starting back up early 2021, and we've got a great lineup. But today, I am joined by my co-hosts, Larry and Anna, to talk about what are the good things to look forward to in 2021? Uh, what are we What are we grateful for in this very difficult year? And uh, what's next? So kicking us off, uh, I am grateful for today, guys, I had dinner from Philly Hots. M- our friend Tom Pazika delivered a box yeah. of food to our house and uh, it was delicious. It was chicken Parmesan and it was oh, every bit as par- good as you would think it was, along with three, uh, three pints of uh, cu- homemade marinara. It was awesome. Oh, that sounds so amazing. It tasted like the future. <laughs> there you go. Wow. It tasted like 2021. Yeah. So how are you guys doing? So the food aged you that far into it? <laughs> into the future. <laughs> We're going there. No! Uh, apparently, apparently ageism is still in our future. <laughs> so that sounds l- amazing. Sadly. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, but, but seriously, I'm, I'm grateful for everything that, for this collaboration, for our audience, for people that have stuck with us. But what are you guys, what are you guys grateful for looking backwards on 2020? It's a hard year to be grateful about. Well, I just got back from the beach. So, I mean, the sunsets are amazing and there's not much life can throw at you when you can see the world from the eyes of the ocean. I don't know. That's nice. That's good. So, uh, yeah, I think that is always something nature. I'm always grateful for it. You don't need to be surrounded by humans to appreciate it. I'm grateful for, I mean, so far we've been healthy this year. My kids have been home most of the year. Uh, it's hard for young people to not be having the experiences I think that many of us we're used to when we were younger going off to college or being able to spend a lot of time with our friends. And unfortunately, they haven't been able to do that, which you know, that's not great, but I'm kind of happy that I've got to spend more time with them, which is something I appreciate more with every year. And I think you don't get this opportunity. And so as much as it's been rough, it's been good for our family to bond and, and to get more time with my children. So I'm, I'm definitely grateful for that. And so what are we looking forward to in the new year? I mean, we I recently read that the so a nurse in New York City got the first vaccine. So things are looking pretty promising, it seems like. Yeah, the vaccine's rolling out right now. Although um, Trip has a face, as he always does. <laughs> <laughs> so, Like any vaccine, I'm sure there's going to be some side effects, and I'm sure it's going to take a while, but it's positive. It's positive. It seems to be working well. I mean, we'll see. We have the coming months. But it gives, gives me hope that 2021 is going to be a much bigger opportunity for us to get back out into the real world again. That's going to be kind of fun. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to not going backwards. Uh, like, I think there's a, there's, it's something really interesting that um, I was thinking about this today is a lot of people have said that they like this, they, they'd like to get out. I think, you know, they would love for things to go back to normal, but there isn't really, I think if we went back to it, if we just, yeah, the, the vaccine the, the vaccine yeah. rolls out, and that idea of getting back into the car for an hour every day, both Ain't ways, do that. right? No way. Um, you know, you're going to feel less productive, less. You know, you're going to feel more stressed. I think 
I'm looking forward to being able to get together with friends and family and yeah, there you my, go. my wife and I are talking about going on vacation with our kids and, and not exactly. having to worry all the time about, you know, is that person, is that a cough or is that person like, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. what's, what's going on? So I think like the end of fear or sort of a normal baseline level of anxiety would be good. Old fashioned fear. Back yeah. To old, the normal fears. Back yeah. to normal fear. But I think, I think like also an idea that there's some good things that are going to follow us out of this. And and that's, that's at least what I'm hopeful for. Yeah. I definitely, I see some changes that have already happened. And like you said, it's not, we're not going to go back. Um, I was just talking with a graduating class this past Saturday about this, that we won't be returning to quote business as usual. I think people have realized that there's so many benefits of this. The companies have realized it too. So I think going forward, we're going to have, um, the same kind of lifestyle we're starting to get accustomed to, but better. Because when we talked about location independence, that doesn't mean being stuck in your home all the time. So I think it's going to bring back what really should have been the benefit of being able to be location independent. It's like I can choose where I want to work and where I want to holiday and all that kind of stuff versus like, oh, you're going to work and you're going to stay in your home. So this this year has not been a great test of what the experience really could be like. I think 2021 is going to be the experience of people are like, oh, this is amazing. This is truly amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a recent study, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks back that I saw something like over 80% of people don't want to go back to the workforce. And yeah. so I think that's something that we'll go, we will still see a lot of. Perhaps we'll even see companies trying to be back to normal. And there will be pushback, perhaps, uh, from 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 the people. We'll see if it actually does come back to normal. Like if if it really was a time where you know we're living like we're in 2019 again, or if we are going to adjust to a completely new lifestyle. What do you guys think? Do you think we're going to go back to a 2019? No, uh, I don't. But it, no. but I I think there's there's I mean there's some stuff that more the more it changes the more it stays the same. I mean, you're still going to have, um, you're still going to have jobs that are like, eh, you know, and there's still jobs that are going to be, you need to be there. Right. Uh, I mean, I think school is one of those things where it's going to take them a long time to figure out how to do distance learning. Well, they're not yeah, doing it well right That's now, true. but, uh, you know, we're about to get hit with a snowstorm here in Philadelphia and they're like, yeah, tomorrow we're completely virtual. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> as uh, opposed to <laughs> yeah, as well they they have been doing hybrid. Uh, I mean, we pulled I our know, kids at, kids, know. but 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 I think there's a there's a there's there's an element of this. There's some stuff you can't do remotely, uh, but I also think there's a part of that where your job isn't going to be as big a part of your life as it once was. Right? It's it, like that commute, that decompressed time. Right. Like, between meetings today, you know, I, I logged off for a bit. I went downstairs and had dinner with my wife and, you know, talked to my kids and like, that was not part of my life when I was working in a big tech company, you know, I was getting, getting home yep. late and the kids were in bed and, and that was it. And then you just sort of vegged and went on. Like I've got more time for hobbies. I've got more time to have conversations like this. It's easier to meet with people. Uh, I'm more productive. It's great. Uh, I don't want to lose that. Yeah, I was listening to Tim Ferriss's podcast and he was talking with Jerry Seinfeld and it's amazing if you haven't heard it already, I highly recommend it. And Jerry was talking a lot about longevity in your career. 
the people who have lasted, and he's one of the few, you know, that have lasted. And thinking of your career and your life as, you know, that's this marathon. It's not a sprint to kind of get to some magical finish line. And I think a lot of us that have lived long enough and survived start to realize that it is a marathon. You can't keep sprinting forever and you miss out on too many of the good things. So I think you're right. I think the what we're going to carry forward is a realization of probably true work-life balance, not the work-life balance we've been talking about for the last 10 years, but actually letting you have a life in the in your life, which is hobbies, which is time with family, it's vacations, and realizing you don't have to fill every single minute of the day with work. That success is more than making a ton of money and spending a ton of time at work, that there is success in life too. Yeah, let's... Let's kind of dive into what success in life looks like. I know it's very individualistic, but just kind of like help paint a picture for somebody who's never even thought about it in this in this form. Well, I mean, the easy answer is money doesn't make you happy. I mean, I've, I've yep. made a We've lot more money than I make right now. Um, and I was miserable. Uh, and I, I think the the part of this, and I think one of the things coming out of this pandemic is that we're all going to value relationships a lot more than we did. The personal relationships, the professional relationships. We've had to put a lot of effort and energy into building and maintaining those relationships when we couldn't be in the same place. And we've had some amazing conversations. I don't, I don't think some of the conversations, you know, people that are running, uh, we've got conversations coming up at early next season mm -hmm. with right. uh, venture capitalists and uh, startup founders or whatever. That would have been harder to get those conversations uh, a year ago. It would have been harder to connect yeah, and have those, those conversations. And I think the same thing goes with friends. I've reconnected with old friends. It's It's been, I think we're going to find that success and the future is going to be a lot more relationship-based than it has been up to this point. It always has been relationship-based but I think we're going to value it a lot more than we did before we went in through all this. Yeah. For me, I mean, what I've learned finally getting to this point in my life and chasing other things is it's, um, it's about freedom. It's about the freedom to make choices in your life instead of having them forced upon you. The freedom to choose where you live, the freedom to choose how you spend your days, the freedom. Somebody was talking about this, like, I'd rather spend more time with the people I actually want to be with and less time with the people that make me unhappy, that kind of stress me out and cause a lot of anxiety. So, I mean, I think ultimately success is about freedom and, and owning your time. And that doesn't always require a ton of money. I think that's the misconception. And I used to have it too, that I thought I had to have a ton of money. And I was thinking about this the other week you get, it's a curve. It's like any normal distribution. If you don't have enough money, you don't have freedom. And a lot of people are telling you what to do and you are certainly not spending your days the way you want to. And I did, I've had blue collar jobs many years of my life. They were not fun jobs. I had no control. <laughs> I had no freedom of how I did my job. And I, I certainly didn't feel like I was in control of my destiny. Yeah. But if you have too much money, you don't have freedom either. And we've seen this where if you have too much money, now you have a different problem. And everybody's after you. You can't just walk down the corner to the taqueria and get a taco. We've talked about this. Now you're you're trapped. You're trapped by your wealth. Yeah, I I, I remember there was a a picture when I was living in Seattle of uh, there's a uh, there's a, a hamburger 
chain there called Dick's. And everybody would make the joke about, oh, you should go eat a bag of PG, PG. I it's thought this what, podcast what, was PG. It's, what it's, is this? It's what it's called. It's what it's called, Anna. It, it is, is not. It is. Yeah, it is what. It, but there was a picture of Bill Gates waiting to waiting in line like everybody else. Everybody's like, oh, that's so cool. That's actually like kind of a weird judgment call on his part because he's not as free as I am. He doesn't have his anonymity. You know, Elon Musk doesn't have his anonymity. That's right. And that guy yeah. is bananas uh <laughs> smart but bananas and uh, like not having that freedom to just be around normal people and not turn yeah. off is hard and we all have that like when you're trying to win the rat race this is sort of how do you escape the rat race and do something that feels meaningful mm -hmm. uh, and worthwhile uh and live where you want and at the and work when you want and that's that's a there's a lot of I mean, it's a different way of being, but I, I think that that's coming out of this. I think yeah. that's a that's a big opportunity for a lot of people. But there's definitely like a middle range to that wealthy spectrum. Like if we're talking about like the 1% famous people, I mean, you can still make a ton of money over, you know, multiple six figures and still not be uh, that free. Um, but yeah. what you what you guys are saying, I feel like does not relate to somebody who's super striving for wealth and doesn't actually want to be famous to strive for that wealth. You can strive for wealth and freedom, but still be trapped. Oh, oh that's yeah. absolutely true. I, yeah. No, we, I've yeah. been there. Like I was talking to Larry earlier about like, there's a, uh, there's a forthcoming book that I would have been terrified to be identified in, uh, you know, that is now I'm, they don't have those like talking about an old job. Right. And it was, it was, I'm not saying anything terrible, but it's, it's a, it's a, there are things there that would have gotten me fired. Uh, if I had said right. them while yeah. I was working there right now, I'm not afraid of that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's, and we have some friends, some people in our community that work for certain companies I will not name and they have things they'd like to do. They'd like to give a talk. They'd like to write an article that expresses their opinion. You know, they'd like to teach a class. And their employer's like, nope, no, you won't. I mean, how free are you? You're making great money, and these people are making great money. But they're not allowed to do something they're very passionate about. Like, I'd love to go teach a class. No, you can't. Wow. That doesn't sound like freedom. And, it, and it's not. So, I mean, it's you don't have to be fabulously wealthy and famous to lose your freedom. You can be in a spot where you don't, I, and it's about this this whole having options, right? Where if you feel like, oh, I'm stuck, I, I have golden handcuffs, I don't have options, I have to keep them happy or I'll lose everything. And if I lose my job, then I lose my home and I lose my car and you're trapped. And so I hope that people can find that balance because it doesn't take as much money as you think to achieve that level of comfort to say, I've got enough to have a roof over my head, food, insurance, money for emergencies. I don't need to really go much beyond that because when I do, I start to enter territory where now I'm I'm giving up stuff and I'm giving up freedom. I'm getting trapped in a relationship with this money, with this employer, that I'm going to start losing the very thing I wanted, <laughs> which was options in my life. Mm -hmm. And so circling back to like the 2021 uh, topic at hand. How can somebody better think about freeing themselves from these handcuffs uh, for the future? Well, I'll give you a quick example. The, the class I was speaking to, 
was from a UX boot camp, and it was a mix of students, college students from Africa and from the US for the first time. The first um, cohort that went through is purely from Africa. This was a mix of folks from the US too. And these folks are in communities where sometimes it could be hard to get a tech job or to get a job that pays very well. And the whole mission of this Brave Achievers organization, I encourage you to look it up, is very much like what we talk about, which is anyone anywhere in the world with the right skills should be able to get a job with any company and not worry about where do I live? Where's the company based? Do I have this degree? Am I the kind of person they think fits with their culture? And it's like trying to eliminate all those barriers so that people anywhere in the world can have a great job that matches their ambition, their intelligence, their drive. And these these young people have amazing drive. And now they have the skills. And it's like, well, let's connect them with an employer. And they can make a living, a really good living, that they never could before. And so that's that's a tremendous opportunity for people. I think that 2021 is going to bring because a lot of employers are like, you know what, we're not going to go back to an office and we're not going to penalize people from not living in the headquarters city. So yes, some young person in Africa can get a job with a tech company and make a great living for, for the first time. He's uh, thinking. Yeah. Or texting. You don't think I noticed there? A little sneaky, sneaky? <laughs> it's, it's He's right on here. Snapchat. No, it's, not, it's not even... <laughs> TikTok. What was the question? <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, it's... it's I've got nothing. <laughs> You've left me speechless, Larry. I left you oh, speechless. Okay. First, time, right. first time ever. Yeah. Wow. What? That, okay, that, so... I, I'm happy to end the year that way. That's fantastic. Yeah. That never happens ever. <laughs> what a, that's an, a crowning achievement. Uh, well, what about you, Anna? About, yeah, I, I'd yeah, love yeah. to hear your perspective because yeah, you're you're living in a completely different place. You're very different than Trip and I, in so many ways. So many ways. <laughs> Not to mention all of them. Your microphone and your cat and the smell of cologne in your apartment. But, I think uh, I'm having a stroke, you guys. I really do. I really think I'm having a stroke. The youngest uh, stroke ever. Yeah, but right. How do you think about it? Because you've had that kind of freedom much more than we have. Yeah. What do you I've been very conscious to? before. I mean, at the age of 15, when I, uh, I took a trip to by myself to uh, Europe for the very first time, I kind of realized that the nine to five job was not for me. And a lot of my peers and people who I knew thought I was absolutely crazy. And this was a time before like you could just make money off of the internet. (laughs) So when I said, I'm just going to do that, people were like, webcam girl? And I'm like, no, that's like, there's other jobs out there, you guys. And you're like, Trip already has that job. So, no. <laughs> yeah, he has the OnlyFans. He- <laughs> <laughs> I've got two of them. <laughs> Man, talk about passive income streams. I love it. Trip. Very niche down, I see. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, that was seriously something that people thought I did. Like, they just didn't understand that I was a web developer. I mean, you have to think about it. This was almost 15 years ago. Leaving your leaving a job to to work for yourself was just not nobody nobody I knew was doing that in my I guess peer group like I knew my dad had done it at some point but he was retired I knew one of his friends was kind of on the brink of trying to leave his job but he had over twenty years of experience by that point and where where was I I had barely one um, so you know 
the the long-winded story here, I'm not just trying to talk about myself, is that uh, after, you know, 15 years now, I've built a life very intentionally around building a schedule that I want to do. If I want to, you know, take off to the beach, I can just go off and do that. Uh, the only thing is, is that you need to kind of find a community that can have the same sort of schedule as you. Be- because yeah. for the longest time, I was just a man of one. And I was the one <laughs> that party was one. part. Yeah. I was like, I, uh, people just thought I was kind of crazy, not crazy, but they were like, they thought it was cool, but they just didn't get You're a loner. Yeah. 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 Like you can just go on a Wednesday to the beach if you wanted to. I'm like, yep, I, I want to. And therefore I can. <laughs> I, I was, I was, uh, blown away 15 years ago when I got my first job in Silicon Valley and I could wear jeans to work and a t-shirt, right? Like that. I know. And a t-shirt like, Whoa, this is well, crazy. Yeah. You know? And it's like, now if I walked into an interview or something like that and they, they were like, well, you're not in a suit. I'd be like, well, you're not in jeans. So no. Uh, cause I, I think, but I, I think like that's, that's something where what we're doing now, it's not, I don't know, Larry, you remember casual Fridays from the nineties where, or Hawaiian shirt day. I'm or, afraid I do. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah. those are, those are things that like, they seem absurd now, uh, especially in tech that you just wear what you want. Uh, now it's sort of like work how you want work where you want, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and it's about impact and it's about the, the opportunity or, or the value you create. And I think like that's where, People, they, they get stuck on that ladder uh, and they're afraid to move forward. So, you know, we're, this is the drum we've been beating sort of all season. And I think like it's good to put a cap on this. Here's the opportunity, right? And I think what, and, and there's all sorts of new and interesting things coming out. Uh, but I think it's going to be even more interesting in 2021 as we start coming back out of our shell as a society, seeing what sticks and what doesn't. And what's going to seem retrograde and we're going to, we're going to back right back out of it and try to figure out that it's going to be something new. And that's going to be really, really interesting to see. I think it could be good. Somebody was, um, I can't remember where we were talking about it, but they said this year I've lost my patience for BS. I'm done. And I don't know why I put up with it for so long, but something about just the gravity of the situation, the fear, the worry. The, the pandemic was and is a horrible event for a lot of people. And I think it brought our mortality into focus. And I think it made us think about what really matters and what's important to us. And I see a lot of people realizing how they want to be and who they want to spend time with and who they will no longer have the patience to spend time with. And they're done and they're not going to put up with it again. Probably the most significant decision I made in my professional career was a few years ago where I made a new year's resolution. I was working at a job that made me miserable, uh, and, uh, was really, wasn't, wasn't the person that I wanted to be. And I remember it was a rainy new year's Eve in Seattle. It was dark. It was cold. It was gross. And I made the decision to stop being afraid. And I think that's the most, one of the most important decisions I've ever made in my life. Uh, I think when you look back at 2020 and you look forward at 2021, I'd invite people to think carefully about what makes you afraid. Is it the article? 
that you haven't written? Is it the place you haven't gone? Is it the relationship you haven't mended? And just make the simple, you know, the diet that you keep not making progress on, whatever. But I think high level, if you just make the resolution to stop being afraid, because we've, we've had a really fearful year and a really fearful election and a lot of fearful stuff, stop being afraid and focus on being a little less afraid or putting fear in perspective and, 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 and to reasonable things like worry about right. taking yeah. care of your kids, worry about being there. Like that's, that's, that's the best thing that I'm going to try to do in 2021. Good. That's fantastic. And take care of yourself. Yeah. I think that's an important thing that people learned this year too. It's like, I was reading an article that said enough of these articles talking about how I should be striving and improving. And it's like, just surviving's enough, right? It's like, yeah, uh, but that was, that's pulling at the lower level for a type A high achiever for me. I'm like, no, survive minimal <laughs> requirements. <laughs> well, that's your, certainly your baseline. Uh, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld had a quote in the po- in the podcast episode that said, survival is the new success. And it's a good point. I mean, it's like just being able to get through this year and being able to survive and thinking about the longevity of his career and surviving that. It's like, he said, you should stop and think about this. Like, I'm doing pretty well. And the other thing he said is be kind to yourself. This was actually really important where he said, when I create something new, I don't share it with anyone else for at least 24 hours because I don't want to have it destroyed. It's kind of a new thing. And I want to enjoy that moment of creation. And he said, and somebody was criticizing, well, he, they hadn't criticized it yet. He was getting on to do a set in a new city. And they said, how do you make sure that it's always new material and that the audience is going to like it and, and this and that? And he said, hey, the fact that I'm this old and I'm still getting up and I'm using this material and I'm sharing this material, that's already a huge win. He said, if I just do it and deliver it, it's a huge win. And he said, let me ask you something. Do you think you could deliver my material tonight? Could you come up with these jokes and do it? And the guy's like, oh, oh, no, no way. And he said, yeah, that's kind of what I thought. He said, so let's not worry about whether my material's original or if it's going to hit with the audience. He said, I think we're going to be okay. And I think that's the same. I've been encouraging people in my community. It's like, you have stories inside. You have things that you want to do. You have people you want to meet. Like Tripp said, stop being afraid. Stop being afraid about putting your words out there. Stop being afraid about reaching out to somebody on LinkedIn and connecting. What's the worst that's going to happen? It's like, we, we've survived a pandemic. We still, have, we still have a ways to go. But we've survived something pretty terrible. Somebody saying no to a, a meeting request? Who cares? Somebody saying something negative on an article you post? Really? Who cares? It's like, get yourself out there. Do the things you want to do. Stop waiting for permission. Don't be fearful. Something I've noticed is that people really love to live in the fantasy of what could be, and it makes them feel safe in that fantasy, but they never actually take time to achieve it because it just feels safe to have it in your head of, oh, the one thing or the could be. Yeah, keep daydreaming. The daydreaming is something that people just fall into. Um, but they never actually strive to do what what they daydream about while they're hitting their job. I was listening to the the Hidden Brain podcast once. They were talking about how procrastination and daydreaming is actually the the the, the antithesis 
of actually progressing uh, because it uh, your brain tricks you into believing that that's an accomplishment. It's like it feels it releases 80, dopamine. Yeah, it's eighty yeah. percent of the feeling of actually having accomplished that, but it doesn't. It's it's the the junk food of accomplishment, uh, and I I think that surviving there's something to be said about that just surviving. Like you talk to a restaurateur or somebody else who's struggling, somebody who's made their business work a year from now, and they're still there making it that year putting one foot in front of the other it's huge and getting to that better day will be one of the proudest accomplishments of their life so that that's that's i think like something to work wrap up on is like survive keep putting one foot in front of the other because better days are ahead Oh, are we just going to end it there? <laughs> Did you well, just decide to end it? <laughs> I, I don't know. I was. I felt we were kind of sort of okay. having a small tear in the corner of my eye. So yes, we could. Well, we could. on um, that note, just so you know, unless Anna, unless I, I, I stole your thunder. Did you have something else you wanted to? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Look I was, at I, you. Was having, I, I was having a moment. I was having a moment. I was on a. I was on a roll. I was on a roll, and okay, okay. I'm feeling, right. feeling philosophical. All right, yes. get on the train or get rolled over because I was on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, on that note, we are leaving for two weeks, not permanently. Could chill out for two weeks. We're taking a break um, for Christmas and the New Year's. New Year's, um, yeah. Just because we uh, we love you guys, but you know. You're exhausting. Talking about this stuff, <laughs> exhausting. <laughs> I'm joking. We have uh, so much good stuff coming in New Year. No, yeah, so we, we do. do. Yeah, we, we do. We've, we've got some um, good, great uh, episodes, um, and we hope you'll stay tuned. Uh, but for these next two weeks, there will be radio silence. It's planned radio silence, so we hope you enjoy the holidays. And, uh, yeah. I mean, Trip already walked us out, so I don't think I need to say any more words. This is it. Done. We'll just say, enjoy your holidays, and we'll see you in the new year. Yep. Bye. Happy New Year. Bye. <laughs>